And that's what getting the COVID vaccine felt like. What's going on, everybody? This is the Cover Band Confidential Podcast, the podcast for our cover band musicians and band leaders to learn how to rock more and suck less. In Atlanta, Georgia, I'm Adam Johnson. In Greensboro, North Carolina, I'm Dan Ray. Are you getting the rain, stormy stuff brutal. that we're getting down brutal, here? Brutal, brutal, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, so um, I don't know if I've talked about this on the on the pod at all, but um, this last couple of months have been intense home repair times for me, including a totally yep. new roof, totally new roof. And every bang of the hammers on the roof felt like $5, $5, $5, five, lots of banging and $5 is going out of my pocket. And so then the very first rain after that, it leaked where it's been leaking. And so I called up my guy and he was like, oh, so you can get right out there. And so today, tonight, I need to go up and see if the leak is in fact solved. They came out and put some flashing where they had not put flashing and we'll see if that solves things. That would be nice, wouldn't it? Joys of home ownership. I'm here to tell you. This house was built in 1890, so it's something's always falling apart. Yeah, I mean, that's what uh that's what houses do. Especially old ones. Constant upkeep. Constant. Constant, they say. Yeah. I gotta say, the um the stream itself looks really great. Yeah. I'm actually feel I dialed in my my new um lights a little bit and they kind of have some zhuzh, a little character, a little blueiness, and uh um, kind of feel like I'm in a back alley somewhere or something. It's, it's and I mean, in my situation, I'm sitting down for like and the first you time. You are sitting like down at a desk. We've just had all kinds of material upgrades in our whole situation here. Yes. So, um, you know, the next phase is getting this, uh, this area redone, um, which, uh, the, you know, the checks landed. We're just waiting on a couple of quotes to come in to Sweet. like make that decision. And then, uh, you know, this area is going to be like finished up, um, which is good. And, uh, gives me some more options for, you know, getting stuff done and being productive in a space that, you know, has walls, which that's is great. always a plus. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's, that's some good stuff. Uh, got some new doodads for my, my desk situation. I now have a standing desk, but I'm sitting down, yeah. uh, just for the luxury. Uh, and, uh, one of them includes like a new, I got a mic stand and a new monitor stand and a bunch of just bits and bobs they all literally landed today so i'm still trying to like sort it all out and your monitor's probably not quite where you want it and you're fussing with it and your mic stand isn't quite reaching where it needs to be and yeah it's gonna take yeah. a bit it can take a bit it, get, it, has, it takes a while to dial all that in it's got like a little like the, the threaded deal isn't threaded very well and so it's kind of you know the mic's a little wobbly you yeah, know, just that kind yeah, of stuff and do i want it right here do i want to move it to the other side right. these are all the things that it you know takes a it's bit. just a process it takes a bit that is certainly true but you know that's a that's a good thing. Yeah. This week, you know, today was not a great day. No. For for me. No. You know, some days you're the hammer. Some days you're the nail. I think we all know uh, who I was today. <laughs> but you know that's just that's just the way it goes. Um, one of them kind of pertains to the conversation we had last week, and I can we can double back on that uh, once we kind of get into the meat of the uh, the conversation. But Deal. yeah, that's kind of where that's where my day's gone so far. Well, I'm sorry to hear it. I hope it looks up uh, from here on. You know, one thing that is cool that I, I did find out that, you know, we're like super close on is that we are about to hit one, one of our videos is about to hit 10,000 views on YouTube. Wow. Which one? Um, the, it's one of the neural quad cortex ones. It's the one that we talk about that and the GT, the boss GT 1000 and the, uh, line six helix stuff. Um, that one is literally like 20, like within 20 views of hitting 10,000. Sweet. Which is like the biggest one by like a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of cool. Yeah, that's very good. Speaking of YouTube stuff, um, for those of you who do subscribe to our channel, you're going to see 
our boy Dan here do the intro for this week's video. I did. I did that intro. Because it was, it was. Um, I guess you wanted me to do that because most of the converse, that piece of the conversation with Jennifer Batten was my questions to her. So it made sense yeah. continuity-wise for me to be the one introing it. So yeah, it's fun. Happy to do it. Yeah. We're all learning new things, you know? It's all it's all a process right. trying to find, you know, the next best thing. That's right. That's right. You know, other than that, I did play a gig this past weekend. Did you? I did. So um some friends of mine were doing an event uh down at the Brave Stadium at a uh, at a at a place called Sport and Social. If those of you who have listened to the pod previously, uh, members only played a gig there and it went less than well. Mm. Um, not that like we didn't do well or things, you know, uh, that were under our control didn't work out. Um, it was mostly logistical things around that particular venue and its clientele. And, uh, this, uh, this one was better than that one, but still kind of, uh, in, you know, the same issues were, 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 were there for this gig as well. I see. Plus a pandemic. Plus a pandemic. And I liked the, um, I mean, the video you shared, it looks like a really cool venue. It's two stories and. Oh yeah. It's massive. It's got like a giant, you know, big screen where they're playing like sports and like college basketball at this, you know, at this point. Um, but when it's like game day and stuff at the brave stadium, it's just pandemonium. And, um, we were just kind of up and away, you know, from that area playing some music and, uh, there was a, a, a solid crowd and I was the only one wearing a mask hmm. and, uh, felt weird. Sure. Especially considering I literally gotten vaccinated that very day. Um, but yeah, I was the only person that wasn't working there that was wearing a mask, I guess for my own, you know, enrichment. <laughs> well, I mean, and then were they all, were they all, um, was there social distancing going on? Was it? No. So no, I see. No, there wasn't. I see. It was, you know, we, there's, there's a certain group of the, you know, population that is just not worried about it. Yeah, and, uh, they were all it. out that night. Okay. But I just want to say for anybody who's like complained about it, whatever I, sp- I did a three hour set playing, singing in a mask, not taking it off to perform. Like it can be done. Yeah. Just, you know, for, for what it's worth, it's, it's not that big of a deal. If, if that's something that you're like, you, you're kind of tentative about, like it's, it's really not yeah, it can that be big done. of a deal. It can be done. Did that, um, uh, contingent of people tip well? Well, you know, between, between the four of us, so I think we each walked out with about 20, 25 bucks. All right. So not, I mean, so not terrible, but like average ish yeah. for a yeah. bar gig. So, you know, I mean, the only, the only other downside to that gig was that I had to load out in order to, uh, take my son on a scout hike, uh, the next morning I got maybe four hours of sleep if I, if I was lucky yeah. and then I hiked for like five miles and, um, you want to talk about stamina, you know, one of the downsides of not getting enough sleep is that your body doesn't have enough time to like calibrate how much exertion you've gone through. Mm. So I woke up feeling okay after playing a three hour gig um with that gnl base which is like over 10 pounds um didn't think much of it went on the hike and had a day and was you know kind of started dragging towards the end of it and then woke up on sunday feeling like i got hit by two trucks instead of just one yeah uh so yeah that's that was (laughs) that's the only downside of that one (laughs) yeah i mean we got to get our gigging chops back we got to get our you know stage feet back under us Remember those days when we'd have like 
couple gigs a week and no big deal. Yeah, you didn't even think about it. Yeah, not a problem. But like, I literally was like considering like buying uh, a, a another bass that wasn't, <laughs> you know, the size, weight, yeah, shape of, find it, a of a battle axe, hollow body or something. Yeah, you know, I really like GNL basses, and they there's a uh, model called the ASAT, which is like it's a telly shaped bass, and they have a semi hollow version. Mm. Uh, that would be, it would look killer. Nice. And it's, it's got basically got those two, it's got two humbuckers like a, uh, like a music man stingray has, but two of them with all these like little switches and bits and bobs. And that sounds gnarly. That's cool. But yeah, I don't have, don't own that. So $2,200. Also that. Yeah. Also that. Yeah. And, uh, so I think I might be doing a gig with those guys again, doing the same thing, um, for the same, at the same place for the same reasons. Uh, and then I also, uh, Venkman's, which is the venue that we play members only plays it all the time, yeah. uh, is opening up some streaming stuff and asked me and Amber to do, uh, a live stream for them on Saturday, I believe. Cool. From there. So, well, in the future before they, they think they're going to be opening mid to like late summer. Uh-huh. In the meantime, they're going to start doing live streaming from the venue. Right. This particular weekend, they are not doing that. Gotcha. They're just doing something through their channel for the venue. Cool. So we'll I will be streaming from from right here. There you go. My squeaky chair. It is a squeaky chair. It was free, you know? <laughs> hey, listen, the squeaks were no extra. Beggars can not be choosers. They can be, but they shouldn't be. Yeah. No one's gonna stop you, but just don't. What Joe Walsh says, I can't complain, but sometimes I still do. That's right. That's right. Uh, for instance, for instance, my quad cortex is still a day from getting here. What? Yeah, it's actually due tomorrow. I got the uh, email that it cleared customs yesterday, and uh, UPS is claiming it'll be here by 9 p.m. tomorrow. So, naturally, How does that feel? Uh, it's exciting. You know, I put in the I put in the um, pre order on it. Now a year and a quarter ago, I guess, and um, so it's uh, the pre the 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 first wave of people who have gotten them and put up videos, you know, not the influencer types who were doing reviews, but like just normal yeah. normal players who who've gotten them. Um, they've made some good sounds come out of them. I'll probably put up a video of just noodling through it straight to straight to a DAW and just see what kind of noises I can make it produce. Yeah. Um, but uh, yes, it's exciting. It's exciting. Fantastic. Yeah. So that's something. You know, I mean, I mean, this that's like that's like real news. That's real news. That's real news. Yeah, they actually it's took like the real deal. Actually, took my money. It really shipped. You know, <laughs> either it's either it's that or it's a brick in a box. I don't know, but we'll find out. Yeah, you won't know until until it's too late. Literally, really. open it. It's the packaging is supposed to be glorious, you know. And if if I get in there and it's a brick, that'll be sad. So, oh well. You can be sure that I will post on the group the moment I know whether it's a brick or not. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, uh, well, that's fantastic. I'm excited about that. We all got some new toys to play with. Yours probably more fun than mine. I'm, you know, me readjusting camera stands and mic stands. Oh, desks are fun. Setting all that stuff up. I like all that. Well, I did. I did end up um, getting some just some freestanding rack rails. I'm. I'm planning on building a, a set of sidecars for this desk to put rack equipment in cool. like my power supply and my interface and maybe using like a two space uh, drawer just for storage and stuff. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then that way, if I wanted to mix from here, I could put my monitors up on and it's more like ear level and then when it rises and stuff. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, the, the opportunity to do all of that free, uh, full-time, uh, content creation fell through, hmm. uh, as of today. So, uh, I will be doing this just for my own uh, yeah, enrichment for your own kicks, but I'll have, uh, I'll have a really cool place to do it in. So yeah, sweet. Yep. And are you, are you, is your, is your day job full-time from home now or? No, the funny thing is that, so I, I took all of those pictures that I sent to you and Mike and like some other buddies. And then I sent it to my, my team and they were like, what are you doing here? <laughs> I, I kept coming into the office. Like we figured we'd like never see you again. Um, but yeah, there, there, there will be days where I, you know, I'm here, you know, just holding, holding down the fort. Yep. So yep. it'll all be, it'll all, you know, it, it will definitely get used. I'm not worried about that. Sure. Um, what I'm trying to figure out is what the hell I'm going to do with all this stuff. Um, when the contractors come in and start building this place out. Yeah. It's a little scary. Yeah. It's all going to go somewhere. It does. I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea where, where that's going to be. So I think we get all the catching up done. I think we're caught up. I think we're caught up. Um, make sure that you guys check out the, um, what is it? The, uh, the video with Jennifer Batten, uh, tomorrow, we kind of get into the fun stuff about touring with, uh, with a band that has, uh, no budget. Yeah. And, Infinite um, budget. You can just, yeah. yeah. You can just do stuff. Yeah. Um, I did, it just, I did, it just occurred to me that, um, I got a message on Instagram from one of our listeners who did want to talk about, uh, this is from Scott Smith, who is one of our regular guys. Uh, hi, Adam. Hope all is well. I had a topic for the pod. Hope you don't mind unsolicited ideas. We do not mind unsolicited ideas. Every idea is solicited. If you share it, we would love to hear it. Yeah, we hereby solicit uh, your unsolicited ideas. You are solicited. Yeah. Consider it solicited. Yeah. Uh, as gigs start to open up, venues in my area are offering a combination of low pay plus tips. Uh, this has me thinking that I need to raise our tip acquisition game. Uh, I bet a lot of us in the business will try we'll need to try to make the most out of this stream. It has me thinking about how I'm going to display our tip chart in a way that is open and obvious, but appropriate. I'm going to use a huge clear fishbowl, an open guitar case in front of a stage adorned with colorful artwork, something more flashy like LED lights to draw attention to it. How am I going to cleverly remind the audience to tip in the right way? Am I going to put marketing material next to the tip jar in hopes that patrons will take my materials? If so, what? Am I going to order business cards or make something a bit bigger? A lot of early gigs will be outside, so I need to come up with a solution that works on windy days. You get the picture. Not sure if this is on the minds of other band leaders. It is. Mm -hmm. But it is something I'm thinking a lot about, uh, asking my bandmates to come to play for very little money these days, and happily, they want to. But I do want to be smart about trying to maximize the opportunities they have. Maybe this is not a great pod idea, but wanted to share it. You guys do a great job. Love the show. Thanks, Scott, for uh, for reaching out to us. Yeah. He is uh, He's up in Connecticut, nice. of all places. Nice lovely area uh, of the country um, and very grateful for you to uh, drop a, uh, drop a line out. Yeah. So it's a great topic for the pod actually. So what are you thinking? Well, um, let's just start with the first part. Um, our gigs going to come back low balled, Right. And I think, yep. I think um, they are, if we let them be sure. Right. I think we have, I think we have more power than we think. I've always thought that yep. about bands when we're selling ourselves sure. into venues. I think we have more power than we think. I think we are um, desperate and hungry for gigs a lot of the time, and that makes us uh, that that limits our negotiating strength. That yep. we think that we have to take an offer because of reasons. 
Um, so I would say that the current situation does not change that in the slightest. I still think we have more leverage than we think. And yeah, there's a ton of, there's a ton of product on the market, but you're in this conversation, right? And they, there's a reason for that. They've, they know something about you. You're, you're, you know, you're there on the plate to be hired. And, um, and I think standing for your worth is, uh, still a thing even now when people are at limited capacity. And, and by the way, that's starting to go away. Our bars are now at hundred percent, um, 100% 100% capacity till late here. Now they've, they've, nice. they've taken away all the, um, maybe it's 75% indoors, but it's, it's substantially less restriction than it used to be. So, yeah. um, you know, I just would not, I would not let yourself be, be sucked into cheap gigs are the way it is now. I don't think that's true at all. And, and I think, it, okay. I think it only will be if we let it be. So that's one thing, but how do you up your tip game? Um, yeah, I, I know a guy, um, he actually was one of the, big, major, prominent players in this area until kind of middle of last year. He met a girl, fell in love, moved to Minneapolis. So he's gone now. He's not here anymore. Tale as um, old as time. I know. Minneapolis takes takes all takes all the best from us. Um, unless they're Prince, in which case they started there. But the point is Recipes. he would um he was utterly shameless. I mean, during the show, every third song or something, he'd point out his tip tip jar right there and he would get to the end of his time doing a solo show, get to the end of the time and say, listen, I'm not, I don't have no, nowhere to be. As long as the tips keep coming in, I'll keep playing. And he'd get yeah. paid, you know, substantially over the extra half hour, 45 minutes he'd play. Like that, he made most of his money in the time after the gig was technically over. Oh, for sure. Um, he had no shame about it. None, none at all. And, um, um, he was British. He had kind of an accent that he kind of did a John Lennon sort of a thing with. And, and so it was kind of had, had like some charm about it, but so it yeah. wasn't just like a sledgehammer of, of begging. Um, but that was as shameless as I've ever seen anyone be <laughs> about it. Yeah. We usually put a tip jar, um, like on a bar stool or something. So it's not hidden down on the ground. Um, it may not be center stage, but it's, Fairly prominent. Um, yeah, visible, but not uh, in the way. I've never put lights or arrows or you know flowers on it. Um, I, I've got an obnoxious looking one that's like covered in like l- like purple leopard print like duct tape, sweet. so it's hard to miss. Yeah. Plus, I have like a like one that's like a sh- like one of those like champagne buckets uh-huh. for like more you know schmancier sure schmancier sh- sh- events you know sure. You don't put so, any signage on that or anything though. You just. Um, well, no, it just says, it says tips on the front of it. It says tips on the front of it. Okay. So, I mean that, I think that's pretty clear. Yeah. You know, maybe, maybe you do that thing where you like take a dollar and you like fold it over the top. So Uh, it's like hanging out. Like this is where the money goes. Tape it on. I have, um, I have a hat, you know, so my main band is called the Clanky Lincolns. I have a really nice felt stovetop hat that, um, stovepipe rather that's, that's, you know, Lincoln-y. And, uh, and I, I've used that also for solo stuff where it wasn't thematically appropriate, but that out there with a couple bucks already in it, you have to chum the hat. You have to chum the hat. An empty yep. hat draws no tips. You have to put a couple bucks in it and then always chum, always chum the hat. Um, and, uh, that does. Okay. That does. Okay. I've never decorated it. It's just a black hat with a couple of dollars in it to start out mm-hmm. tonight. Um, so I, I think, you know, we're talking about, in these times, which is like the thing that everybody hates to say. Yeah. But the idea is getting rid of any possible friction mm-hmm. 
that you can in order to make it easy for people to do things like that. Uh, Matt Nielsen in the live stream says three bucks. That's what you need. You need to take three dollars. That's what that's that's prime chumming. It's true. Just to kind of get. The, and so take those three dollars, but like separate them and put them in one, two, three. Don't take a three dollar chunk and just chuck it in there. Right. Have it look it like. Needs, have it look like yes. there's some because what you're doing is you're giving the impression of momentum. Yes. Right. And so people want to keep momentum going. They see some money going in. They see that you know they don't want to be the first ones. Maybe you suck and they haven't noticed. Ooh. Don't want to tip the guy who sucks, but other people have tipped. So, okay, we're good. And we, they want to keep the momentum going. That's what that three bucks is for. That's the point of but, that. And if you want to be a big shot, you throw like a fiver or like a tenner in there. There was, I've been at gigs where um, all I had in my pocket was a 20 and I, I chumped with a 20 and it didn't make any appreciable difference in what ended up. I took, you yeah. know, take the 20 back out at the end of the night and it was kind of the same as it ever was, but well, there you go. But three bills. Is good because it shows it's yeah. not just one sucker. You know, there's like we've, there's some opinion. Like three suckers, at least, but three suckers is a is a consensus. Yeah, you must not suck. You you must be worth in. some dollars. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um. So the the, uh, the where I was going with that before uh, Matt brought up like a fantastic point. Perfect. Perfect. Um. Is if we're talking about removing uh, friction, is providing multiple options. Ah. So we need to talk about QR codes. Yes. So there are a number of ways that you can implement those. Um, if you have a Venmo account, if you have a PayPal account, if you have a Square account or a Cash, cash App, you know, cash app account, mm -hmm. every single one of those have corresponding uh, QR codes. So you can do a couple of things. Um, in our area, something that's really popular, and actually there are like print houses that advertise these and like a lot of the musician groups in this area are banners some of them you know like the full size like expandable ones but some of them is like basic is literally just like little like you know two by three like banners like grommets and stuff that you yeah, can hang vinyl. that yeah. have a qr code on it that either tags to one of your payment accounts or there are also some some companies that are offering um some additional things like you can do like make requests and the tipping is kind of like built into that. Yep. So QR codes give you the ability to do a lot of different things. Yeah. Um, personally for when I'm doing solo acoustic stuff, I have my PayPal and my Venmo QRs on my song list. So my, th the way that I do that is I print out just on my printer. They're not laminated They're They are meant to be disposable. Yep. In if you're at the uh, if you're at a venue before it kind of opens or it's kind of quiet, you put those on the tables around you, um, and that's kind of a way to kind of like put things out there. Then you, maybe you leave a stack of them by your tip jar so that people know that they're there for that particular purpose, and then you use that as an opportunity to say, "Hey, if you want to hear something, just let me know. If you like what you're hearing, you know, these are what these links are for, and there's a bucket right there." You just kind of like. You don't necessarily have to do like the hard sell, but just again, make it easy. Make the amount of friction as low as possible. Yep. And you know, some nights we've we've had this conversation multiple times. There have been many nights where I have made more money on virtual tips than in cash. Sure. It's because that's just the way that it's how people, know, people aren't carrying operate. cash anymore. And I bet anymore now, particularly, like people don't want to touch cash. It's you know, maybe maybe there'll be a lot less of that going it's, forward. It's covered in cocaine. Right. 90, I, heard, I, I saw a thing on Reddit. It said 90% of, of U.S. bills 
uh, test positive for cocaine. 90% of them. So there you go. If you're looking for some cocaine. Yeah. You know where to go. Uh, but you can't get that from Venmo. Nope. No cocaine on I mean, cash app. Let's go that let's, let's go to, I mean, you can pay for Coke via Venmo. I'm sure. I'm certain of it. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely a lot of those transactions happening around the world. Just not, just not where, just yeah. not here, I guess. But so the point is I'm sitting there at my, I'm sitting there at my table. I'm listening to this great guy playing some, some music, his things in front of me. I got my phone out. Cause I always do. Cause I'm a, you know, person in 2020, uh, 2021. That's what year it is now. And, um, that's right. I just, cause, um, I heard somebody refer to last year as March. M O R C H March was like the whole year of 2020. Yeah. I liked it. Anyway, oh, point yeah. is, um, the easiest thing to do is just zap that QR code and, and get some money in there. Um, yep. so yeah, lowering friction. The other thing, by the way, it, back to talking about physical tip jars. Um, I have been in rooms where I'm off in the corner, mm-hmm. right? Bad for tips. If you're not, if your tip jar can't somehow be in the flow of traffic, that shows up very vividly. As an empty tip jar. Yeah. So it's, you know, you can actually park it elsewhere. Um, yeah. You know, as long as it's a va- you know place you can feel like that's not a security risk or whatever. Um, yeah. But you can put it somewhere that gets more visibility than right next to you, if that is what works in the room. Yeah. Um, in college, the, the move was get your girlfriend mm. to walk the tip jar around. Yeah. Get get yourself a little cutie patootie walking around like, oh, do you want to give this guy some money? And they're like, yes. Right. Because uh, you're, you know, you're attractive and I will do what you ask. Anything you say. XYZ. Yeah. You know what? There's um, a, there's a place here in town. Once they get going again, I'm sure it'll be this way again. You, um, there's a really good music audience. It was a great, great audience was always, always there. Um, and they paid way less as a guarantee than you thought. Mm-hmm. And then a minimum on tips and pretty much everyone blew that tip number way out of the water. And it was because, yeah. um, a bartender would, a, a cute one would walk around with the tip jar and like hassle every single table and, you know, Hey, help us support the musicians. And they killed it on tips, killed it. Yeah. I mean, those are things you do have to kind of like factor in when you're, when you're making those kinds of decisions, you know, an upfront guarantee may not pan out as well. Um, but extenuating your circumstances can make those uh, definitely worth your while. Yeah. I mean, and that's the deal with that place. It's a tip gig. You just, yeah. you just know it. I mean, in my, in my area, like our downtown area has completely exploded. So, you know, we went from like zero places to play live music within a mile of my house to like 20. Yeah. And so this year when things open up, like I've already gotten uh, some inquiries about that area. Like I could very well fill out my solo schedule uh, on gigs that I could like walk to, nice. which is like, m- like that's huge. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, that's how I've been, you know, pig pounders, like less than a mile that way. And Odin Brewing's yeah. less than a mile that way. And those were my two things. Mostly I have some other yeah. stuff was going on, but that was mainly where I was. It's great. Oh, it's so great. You get home before crazy late and oh, it's really good. Yeah. And you know, where we are is, is a, you know, the downtown area here is high traffic and like that one that I, I literally play in an alley. So it's not even like the restaurant patrons. It's just people walking down the street. Yeah. So you actually, you're getting a lot of, uh, you're getting a lot of turnover. You're getting a lot of, uh, engagement just based on where you are. Um, and usually, you know, if, uh, if the weather's nice and you know, people are in a good mood, like, you know, you walk away with good money. It's great. 
So I'm, you know, I'm excited about it. I think those are all uh, great options. Matt wanted to ask about QR codes on business cards, uh, QR code attached to your website where you can tip the band and buy merch from the website. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, we have talked about the, uh, the guitar picks with the QR codes. Yep. My band has those. Um, you know, another thing to consider when you're talking about QR codes and where they lead to is something like Linktree. Yes. So if, uh, if you guys are not familiar with what Linktree is, it's literally just a, an aggregator site. So you can sign up for a free account. They also have a premium account that gives you a bunch of, uh, added doodads. Uh, and I've, I'm, I've heavily debated upgrading mine to a premium account just for some analytics and stuff. And then you get to choose what links there are, uh, and what order they're in. So if you go to, uh, cover band confidentials link tree, uh, there actually now is a support link that allows you to donate money right from the link tree site, as well as buy our merch and, you know, leave reviews and join the Facebook group and all of that. It's a really great way to set up an aggregate kind of site. That's just a, um, it's just a link list. It's all it is. It's just a, it's a, a kind of nice looking bunch of buttons that you've set up. And, and I will tell you, they, those guys are taking over. I know some bands who have replaced their high design webpage with just a link tree that yeah. takes people to the relevant stuff. You know, it's. And yeah, I mean, and if you upgrade to like the premium site, you can, you, you have more say in the design and yeah. what it looks like. So you can make it look a lot, you know, more professional. You make it look super clean, but you know, still have access to all the pertinent information. So, uh, I think if you haven't checked those out, you definitely should. I think it's what linktr.ee or linkt.re. Just Google link tree. You'll find it. I, I don't Well, just check out the show notes. There you go. We, our link trees in it. There you go. So yeah, that's a great way. It's a great way to do that. So put it. Yeah, absolutely. Put them on a, on a, um, on a business card or a guitar pick, you know, I mean, business cards are one of those things that, you know, work for certain people and not for others. So, you know, find a good mix of, of promotional materials, uh, that would work. Uh, you know, they're going to work the best for you guys. I feel like you should have a business card just to hand out when you're running around to venues, gig hunting, just something. Yeah. It's just, it's a, it's kind of expected. Um, anything else is extra, but I think a, a business card is table stakes for marketing materials. Yep. Um, no argument there to get back to our earlier question. Does it matter that you have a stack of them next to your tip jar? Maybe it looks nice. Maybe, maybe. I don't know if people are going to take them from there so much. If they do, that's great. They probably want to hire you for something. So why not? But yeah, there's a certain, there's a certain brand of let's, let's be honest. There's a certain brand of dude who's into that. Yeah. And, and you know, uh, if they want to hire you, that's, that's a great way for them to get, you know, your, your deets. Yep. So definitely do that. Yep. So, uh, I feel like that covers the whole tip situation. Yeah, make it I conspicuous. Think you know, the only thing. Make, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, so make it conspicuous. Make it uh, accessible. Make it uh, as frictionless as possible, and you know, talk it up. Uh, if you can um, involve a person who can advocate for you on your behalf whilst you are performing, that's that's a that's a a, a plus. But yeah, those are all the. I think those are pretty solid best practices. Yeah, and then and then all those best practices being in place, still be aware that it's totally random. Yeah. Some totally. nights it's huge. Some nights it's not. Um, depends on who's in that night and how engaged they get with you. And, you know, um, so uh, I would say that any experiment about this needs to be more than a one night thing because there is yeah. a lot of randomness involved. Try, yeah. try something for a few gigs before you decide it doesn't work. 
Well, and if you're in the QR thing or you get into like the signage gig, like you kind of have to commit to it. That's true. So make sure you got your ducks in a row before you you put money down on that kind of stuff. That's true. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, set up a link tree, get all the doodads put together, find the right QR code, put it up. I think that's that's pretty easy to do. Yeah. So yeah, I think that I think that covers our uh, the the tip co- uh, conversation. Now I wanted to kind of circle back to what we talked about last week, which is talking about pricing. Yeah. So one of the things that you know I I was kind of implying that my my butt got kicked uh, today, <laughs> uh, but also just this week in general, um, we had somebody reach out on the website who wanted who wanted to you know hire the band for an event. And again, this is in 2022. So we're like, you know, it's, it's barely even on the radar. Yeah. And, um, you know, we, I set up a phone call cause I think phone calls are a great way to, uh, establish, you know, a relationship and kind of, you know, sell yourself. And, um, you know, th- he was asking about some services. He wanted to, he asked about the live band karaoke and, um, you know, was asking about pricing and I gave him what we normally charge. Um, now what he didn't tell me was they had already been in conversation with other groups in that area and that they had provided their pricing as well. Um, so I was pitching what members only charges for a karaoke gig, which is somewhere between three and four grand, uh, because it requires additional headcount, you know, an admin to kind of work the, um, we're going to sign up sheet and, and kind of MC the event. Uh, you know, you're bringing in additional, you're bringing in a monitor for the, the main vocalist. You're bringing in iPads or screens for the lyrics stuff. Like it's, it's, it's an add on. Um, he then tells me that other bands that they have reached out to had quoted him $600. <laughs> Did they? So, you know, that, for the same thing for, for full karaoke. Well, I don't know if they were offering the karaoke thing. I just know that that's what they were like. We're $600. Okay, cool. So, you know, this is where, you know, I'm wanting to circle back to the conversation we had last week. Like what would happen if I had just put what we put up Yeah. and just leave it at that? Would I had would would I have had to do all the things that I've had to do? Because I've had to have multiple conversations about what I can and can't do. Mm-hmm. You know, I did I did stick to my guns about if you want if you want us for less money, I'm taking things away. Yep. And what it's you know, if you know, it basically came down to going back and forth. And again, this has been four days of my life <laughs> trying to like get something going. And I've, I'm, I'm apparently supposed to call this guy again tomorrow on a gig that I'm 90% sure we're not getting. Yeah. But he wants to talk. So, um, I finally just broke down. I was like, what's the target? What do you want? And what do you want to pay for it? Yeah. And once we got there, I was able to tell him what I could do. And we kind of landed on a compromise price that was literally still four to five times more what that initial other band quoted him. Right. But I, I, you know, I ended up going like, this is, this is what we cost. I, 
have provided you the best pricing I can yep. in order for us to provide the quality that we expect. This is what I can offer you. And if that doesn't, you know, if that doesn't work for you, I totally understand if it puts us out of the running for this event, I totally understand, but I'm not willing to compromise the quality of our product, uh, to lower my price, to be competitive on the level. I just can't do it. Right. And weirdly enough, I think it worked. Okay. Because I th the challenge that he's having is that, you know, his, his wife is also a part of this process and she's compiling some of this information. But I think there's, you know, there's, there's a certain thing about, you know, people who run businesses or who are kind of in the work that we're in that respect the fact that people won't budge on things. Yes. And I think that that's a part of why he's still talking to us. Yeah. Because I was not willing to just bend over backwards. I was not willing to budge beyond a certain point to give them what they're looking for. Because, I mean, at one point he was like, you know, well, what if I pay you $500 less and I feed you? I was like, no, nah, you're going to feed us <laughs> regardless. That's in the contract. Yeah. yeah. You know, there, there's... You, there, this is an education for for everybody, yeah. including them as prospective purchasers of entertainment. Plus, what's on that buffet that's worth five hundred dollars? That's that's the thing that I <laughs> I don't think people understand. Yeah. Like, you know, you're we're driving down to do this thing. We're setting up all this stuff, like, and then you're not going to, you know, treat us like we're putting in all the effort. Right. You know, right. You know, you're letting guests who paid nothing or, or are contributing nothing to eat and drink for free, you know, at least serve as a hot meal, right. if nothing else, right. you know? Right. So I'm supposed to call this guy tomorrow. Um, I'm still not really confident that we're going to get it, but I'm, I'm, I'm somewhat willing to play ball, uh, if nothing else to just kind of flex the, um, we are worth what we're worth and that's yeah. that yeah. muscle. Well, that, that's a good story for the pod. I think that, I think that the, um, I really like that you now are in a place of saying, no, here's what our show is. Here's the value we provide. You know, our show is not like anyone else's. Our show is a special thing and it's worth what we say it's worth. Yeah. Um, I, you know, after we talked about that last week and I threw some rocks at your, um, whole, whole notion of it. Oh, it wasn't just you. I, I know. I know, lots I, know of rocks. I know. I know. I know. But, but, um, the more I thought about it, the more I liked just holding that ground of like, look, we are a unique proposition. You can't compare. We, we're not competing on price because we don't compete on quality either. We're a whole yep. different thing from anyone who's going to charge you, you know, something else. And and if your budget won't support the thing that we are, then good That's meeting okay. you. But we're yeah. not gonna we're not gonna find common ground here. Yeah. Um. I think that's a really great conversation. Actually, I think that's a great place for an artist to stand. Well, and you're coming at it from a position of strength. You're not coming at it from a position of, I don't want to say desperation or, I just think that it's, you know, I, I think there's something to be said about filling dates. Uh, if you can fill them in the whole airplane seat argument. Um, I just know that if I'm not going, like we were going back and forth uh, with this, with Ben, our, our admin guy. And I was like, this is what he said. And he's like, you may just want to cut and run, man. Like if they're, if they're doing this about 
food. Yeah. Like what is the rest of this thing going to feel like? So um, we ended up finding like common ground and kind of like coming up, you know, I'm, I'm very much a gut check guy. If you don't have guys or if you don't have people in your network that you can gut check before you send responses relating to customer service or things like that, you really need to find those. And I'll tell you flat out, if it's something that you're like unsure about and you need a gut check, hit us up. Sure. Because we, we've been through these situations before. And we do it for each other all the time. All the time. You know, Dan, how many gut checks did I, you know, over the past week, I think I've, I've requested at least three gut checks yeah. from you. Yeah. Um, two of them, I think just today. So yeah. it's, <laughs> it, I think it's just, it's, it's important to, um, what we mean by gut check is like, here's this communication I need to, I need to complete. Here's what I'm thinking of saying, am I insane? Well, and mostly Absolutely. the answer is no, but so when it when it's yes, you would like to have known that before you hit send on that email, right? Yeah, and I mean it, it could just be like you don't necessarily need somebody to like rewrite it for you, but like you know maybe say hey maybe don't come so strong on the first sentence, kind of maybe soften that, yeah, soften the language a little bit, yeah. Or you know what, it's too soon for a follow up. Just chill. Yeah. See see me next week. Yeah. Let it ride for sure. So yeah, if you don't have one of those, find some people or hit us up coverbandconfidential at gmail.com. We'd love to, you know, to help you out with that kind of thing. Yep. So, you know, in, in talks about that, we ran in, uh, it, it's funny cause a lot of people are, have been talking about it. It's actually popped up in the, uh, the cover band, um, subreddit that, uh, that I'm the moderator of as well, yeah. uh, is that, uh, th- in our market, meaning the Southeast market, there's a, a an event group called the emerald empire band Mm -hmm. that has started doing their big marketing push so they're doing a lot of targeted ads on facebook and that's where a lot of people are are running into them um and if you go on their site their pricing is fixed it's they've got a menu everything is out there if you want an mc it costs this much if you want a dj it costs this much if you want better lights it costs this much um which you know begs the question, like, I mean, they are a group that's doing a lot of work and making a, like money that we don't even, I mean, like, we can't even like comprehend their, their, their business is such, you actually call that a business model that we're, we're improvising. They have a business model. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, um, I, I have reached out to a couple of people to try to see if we can maybe get them on the horn at some point. Cool. I think it might be a fun conversation. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, you know, I think that would be a, a, a fun topic to cover. Uh, if nothing else, to reinforce the obvious biased opinion I have about this. Kind of thing. <laughs> right. Right. Um, Matt wanted to bring another question up. What company or services do you guys use for your band's financial needs, online banking, separate checking account, uh, setting up online merch, band member payments, end of the night, yada, yada, yada. I love that question. Like, We're at an hour right now. So maybe that should be for next week. Yep. I think that's a great one. Yeah. Um, we can talk about online banking. And so you want to set up your band like a business. Why don't we table that, Matt? Um, and we will definitely get to that on next week's episode. Yep. Other than that, I think, I think we, uh, we covered a lot of stuff. I think we did. I think we did really well. You know, another flawless gig. We just, we just keep, we just keep doing it. Keep nailing them. Matt said he'll be back. So. All right. Good deal. Good plan. Um, guys, thanks again for tuning in. Uh, we can't do this without you. I mean, we could. Wouldn't want to. But it's. it's oh, it did for a fun. while. We, we have, and you know, some weeks are better than others, but you know, we're still here cranking out the top quality content that you crave. So 
if you would like to uh, continue supporting us, you can do that in a number of ways. You can leave us a review on the podcast platform of your choice. You can buy some merch. I'm actually wearing. Gotta see. <laughs> I got the shirt. You gotta see it. It's quite Anybody a shirt. Anybody on the uh, on the live stream. See, I'd rather be listening to "Satisfied" by Richard Mark's shirt. It's excellent. It's my favorite. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, I did find out that uh, Fluff uh, Ryan Bruce's uh, care package did get delivered yesterday. So nice. maybe we'll see the "Defend Dad Bands" uh, T-shirt on a on a YouTube screen near you. So cool. stay tuned for that. Um, if you want to do any of the other supporty type things, you can do that by doing all the things that Dan's about to mention, but we will go ahead and call it for this week in Atlanta, Georgia. I am Adam Johnson in Greensboro, North Carolina. I'm Dan Ray. You have been listening to the cover band confidential podcast episode 147. Have a great week. Thank you so much for tuning into our podcast. If you want to help us, be sure to share us with your friends, follow us on social media, and if you haven't already, please leave a review for us on the podcast platform of your choice. Facebook.com slash CoverBandConfidential, Instagram at CoverBandConfidential, and Twitter at CoverBandConfid. If you have any questions, please email us at CoverBandConfidential at gmail.com, and consider supporting us on Patreon, Patreon.com slash CoverBandConfidential. And for more info, check out www.CoverBandConfidential.com. <laughs>